We are Hit Fitness and Boot Camp, Lansing's number one hit slash boot camp studio with classes that motivate, encourage, and push you. We specialize in 30-minute weight loss boot camps that challenge the body and deliver results in a positive and supportive atmosphere. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in for another great episode of the Hit Fitness, the Afterburn Podcast. My name is Coach Nate, and I appreciate everyone listening. Let me introduce my co-host, Coach Chamber. How you doing? Hello, I'm great. How about you? Doing well, thank you. Formal. I'm doing great. Thank you. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. Hey guys, we have a great episode today. A little funny story on this one. This is our second attempt at this podcast. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest <clears throat> on this. Well- and uh, the first recording was lost. I did not save it correctly. So we're going to make a second attempt at this. But the good thing is we're going to do it even better this time. Right? Right. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Let me introduce this awesome guest. We have the creator and owner of one of the greatest Facebook pages here in Lansing. It is called the 517 Living Community there's about 35,000 people on the page. I think everybody that I know, including myself, looks at the page, uses the page, posts on the page. It's a very informational and a great networking source, I would say. For uh, businesses or entrepreneurs or anybody out there that's trying to kind of get their name out there, their services, products, all that good stuff. So her name is Sarah. Sarah, how you doing? Hey, Nate. I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, abs- <laughs> absolutely. Thanks for being on the show a second time. <laughs> She's super special. <laughs> I feel extra, yeah, very lucky that you have brought me in twice. Thank you. Yes, it is. <laughs> awesome. I feel like there was a lot of stuff that we said in the first one that, you know, I feel like it wasn't that exciting anyway, so this one will be way better. That awesome. was like an audition, you know? Yeah, that was our test okay. run. That was our tryouts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no worries. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> so, cool. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself um, and especially like what this page actually means to you. Well, I moved to the area, actually to Mason, which is near Lansing. When I was in eighth grade from Iowa, I lived in a very, very small town called Jewel, Iowa, which is it was very country. Um, you know, I had a very small class and I told my parents when we moved to Michigan that if they made me move, I was going to join a gang. And oh I did not want to move. Oh, and, but when, but when we, I did not end up making that <laughs> promise come true. But, you know, when I moved to Mason, Michigan, you know, that was a big change for me. And at first, you know, for a while, it didn't feel like home. And throughout, you know, high school, even into college, I never really felt much of a connection with mm, sure. where I lived. I didn't really feel like it was my community. Um, but I got to a point and it was about 2014 when I realized, you know, this is my community. I live in the greater Lansing area and I wanted to kind of make the most out of where I was living. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find the, you know, those cool underground events. I wanted right. to find the cool networks of people, the, you know, little hidden gem businesses. I wanted to find the festivals and I really wanted to get to a better appreciation of where I was living. So I started a Twitter account. I ended up calling it 517 Living. 
And the whole purpose of the Twitter account was to discover really cool local events that were going on in the area. Because at the time, more so then than now, everyone was saying there is nothing to do in Lansing. Lansing sucks. Everyone was fleeing the area as soon as they were done with high school. As soon as they were done with college, they would flee for like the cooler cities. Grand like, Rapids, you know, Detroit. Yeah, moving yeah. to Grand Rapids or Chicago or New York, all the better places yeah. you know, at the time. And I was like, you know what? I think that this place does have stuff to offer. I just think people are having trouble finding it and connecting yeah. with people with similar interests. So I'm like, all right, this Twitter account, it's going to find the cool stuff. It's going to share it with other people who are looking for that type mm. of thing. And when I started that account, I don't even really know what spurred me to do it, but I know that it was meant to happen because I feel like that kind of became part of me and it helped me and it ended up helping me really develop as a person. Mm. But once I started doing that Twitter account and I really was building up a following, I realized, you know, a lot of people are interested in this in the area. Time to really make a hub instead of just tweeting out random stuff right. every week right. or every day. I need to have one spot where I can direct people to be like, hey, go to this spot. We'll have a whole list of all the cool stuff going on in the area. So I made a website called it 517living.com. I had no, you know, real web development experience or anything. So I just found the easiest yeah. You know, puzzle piece website builder I could find. Right. And I found a front end, front end submission calendar so that people could add their own events to the calendar and filter them, tag them, make it organized. And then since I had pretty much no marketing budget, I then made a Facebook group called 517 Living Community. And I added everybody that I could find to the group oh and then said, hey, here's our hub group. Right. But also, we've got a calendar on this website. So share local goodness here. If you have events, add it to our calendar. And I just started building a community. Wow. And I had no idea really what I was doing. I did have some, you know, marketing background. I had psychology back from uh, background from school. But I was like, this is one giant experiment, basically. Yeah. And I... I flopped on a lot of things. I learned lessons and I just kept pushing forward. And today we've got the group. We've got the website, got segment on the news every Friday, highlighting different events. We've got, you know, most of the social media account type things. It's been a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people. When did you start the 517 group? I started uh, the actual group around not much longer after the Twitter account. So it was probably 2014 or 2015. Wow. And how quickly did, like, people start following, like, keeping up with the events? It's been a process. So I feel like I'm. it's still a struggle to get people, even if they're in the Facebook group. Yeah. It's sometimes a struggle to really connect with them and let them know, like, hey, we don't just have a group. We also have a calendar, a right. website, you know, like that. So that's still a process. But I think that at this point in the greater Lansing area, most people who give any kind of a crap about doing anything in the area at least know about 517 Living. Mm. And they might not completely understand everything about it. I mean, it's kind of everywhere. Like, I've I've seen businesses, like, kind of have that on their websites. I've seen it, like, even on, like, signs, little, like, you see the 517. Like, it's a common tag for the Lansing area. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, are now, yeah, using the 517 for more stuff now, too. Because it's kind of more just, like, a loose nickname for the greater Lansing area. Because, really, 517 covers so much other area of Michigan. But it's kind of like a nickname for where 517 in the heart of the capital. But, yeah, been a fun journey and that's how part partly how i met how Amber, we met. and oh, then really? which led to me meeting that. you Nate. Yeah. yeah so i remember 
Sarah had posted on the 517 page, hey, I'm looking for a personal trainer. And by the time I got on there, there was like a hundred plus comments. But I started getting notified because I of those 100 comments, I probably had 10 plus people say, Shamber is awesome. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, man, this is that's kind of humbling that yeah. all these yeah. people recommend me. Yeah. You reached out to me. I'm like, man, she chose me out of all these great people. And there was like right. some big gym personal trainers on there. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Now, I had known of Sarah previously, though, because my husband, Rodney, used to work with her. Oh. And so, like, I had heard these things about Sarah. And when I told him, he's like, oh, Sarah's awesome. All these great <laughs> things. I was like, yeah, she just reached out to me. Now, at the time, I didn't even realize you own, like, the 517 page until, like, the first time I came over. We are talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the Sarah. Like the not oh, just. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know that you didn't. Know I didn't know. No, that's, I just thought funny. you were a random person in yeah. the five one seven group, and I had already been using the five one seven group to sell things to find out about events. But I'm like, I'm in the presence of greatness, and I remember calling my mom. Uh-huh. I'm like, mom, you know the five one seven page? She's like, yeah, I love that. I follow. But like, yeah, I know the owner. She's like, oh my gosh, what it could. I'm like, that Dude, is this so is a celebrity. No, uh, okay, that's, funny. that's so funny. Uh, I often feel. Feel like the Wizard of Oz because I think like <laughs> yeah. people think like I'm a bigger deal than I am. Oh, you are yeah. because because like <laughs> I, the Facebook group has grown and the reputation has grown and I kind of stay hidden. I don't have a lot of like pictures out there, so I feel like people think I'm some kind of like real impressive person. And then they meet me and they're like, "Oh, like you're not that cool." But that's what makes <laughs> you so great, though. Like honestly, what I had envisioned as like the head of this group was like yeah. very posh, almost like what out are of you touch? saying I'm not. No, 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 no. I mean, like, rude. You know those people you meet, they're like, oh, I'm just above you. Let me check my phone for my Exactly, exactly. But you were, like, so down to earth, which was, that's what makes you the best person for this position because, like, you really take the time to connect. Like, you go to these events. You told me about that event the other day that was, like, in a random, like, gym with lemonade. But, like, you took the time (laughs) to go. What are you talking about? I don't remember. A random gym with lemonade. Yeah, it was that event you went to and you're like... <laughs> you drove like an hour for it and it was awesome. How was the lemonade? But you like, you find. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the that's point hilarious. is, she Wait, finds these. Was this, this a dream? It was, no. It was. You dream about me and make up stories. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, Sarah's my favorite person. I need her autograph. Drinking lemonade. No, it was I the know, masquerade party. The masquerade party. And I remember oh. it was like an hour away, but I'm like, man, she took the okay. time yeah. to go to this event. I need to be yeah. better at telling my stories because, because you and her. Heard that story wrong. It was not in a gym. Where was it? Where was it? Yeah, it was okay. It was in an awesome. old haunted hospital. Oh, oh, wow. Which, which, yeah, could be different than. Oh, that gym, is cool. Okay, what? Also, it was in Eaton Rapids. But, okay, but maybe we're mixing stories because I probably have gone to a gym for something else. But yes, I do get to go to very interesting events. I'm like, where'd you find this? Like, yeah. you just find. She's like, I'm just gonna go discover and support these people. I'm like, you're just <laughs> awesome. I, just, I love, I love your impersonation of me. Right. Well, I think that's the coolest part about the page too. Is like. <sighs> And probably for being the owner, too. I mean, you're, you're able to really get out there and get your foot in the door of the community, yeah. go to cool events. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a cool page because, and I'm very, like, novice with the page. I was just talking about before we went on air that I need to post some more. And side note, before I go any further with that thought was, I didn't even know you had a website, which is super yeah. cool. That is, like, the heart of 517 Living is that calendar that you're looking at right there. Yeah, Everything this is really is cool. built around because... I didn't know about this. Yeah, I want to have a main hub calendar mm. that anybody, even if they have zero marketing dollars or no 
know-how that they can add their event to the calendar. And let's say I'm, you know, just Joe Schmo. I'm hosting a baking class at my business or whatever. I can go on, go to 517living.com, click the add event button that's above the calendar. And when you add your event, you have the option to like add different tags to make you more like discoverable online and stuff. Once you're on there, you get automatically promoted on our Facebook page, on our Twitter account, because they auto-share all the events. Right. I know I help get the word out to people as well by sharing the events in our group and stuff like that. Maybe this is that hospital right here. You're looking at that hospital. <sighs> they have all kinds of events. That's the Stimson Hospital. So it's not um, even open anymore. They just use it. It used to, yeah, back in the day, it used to be a a hospital. Um, All kinds of patients were there having babies or, you know, injuries, all kinds of stuff. It looks scary. In the same asylum. Yeah, that picture looks like, and it's very, very haunted. So it's people from all over come there with their paranormal equipment. Oh my goodness, no, no When I was there, the guy showed me on his phone. He's like, this is a picture that one of the paranormal found, uh, paranormal investigators found. And it was like a woman, you could tell she was like pregnant and it was one of the creepiest things ever. I'm good. But that night, they were having a murder mystery dinner where you have a, a mask on. Everyone's wearing a mask, like masquerade type thing. And you have to figure out who the killer is. What was your stuff. role, Sarah? <laughs> I, I was a weapon collector. Sounds like I, Clue. Yeah, it, it was kind of like that. Kind of like Clue. And you have... Um, that was an awesome game back in the oh day. Oh my gosh, yeah, yes. yeah, it was almost exactly like that. Um, and with, everyone has a story. The, with the dagger. Mr. Yeah. The peacock, the butler. <laughs> yeah, it was in like that. In the study. And it was, it was uh, different than any <laughs> of their thing I've ever shot. tried from the calendar. But it was, mm. it was an experience. I met some really cool people. You know, when you try things that you haven't tried before, you get out of your comfort zone. I feel like it really helps you build character, you know, having mm. different kinds of experiences, connecting with different kinds of people with different interests. So that's one thing I've really enjoyed from running that group is just all the different experiences. Like tomorrow night, right. I'm going to a party for two local artists who back in October, they collaborated. He's a rap artist. She does visual art. And together they collaborated every day in October to create different pieces of work based on a word prompt. And so tomorrow night, wow. they're having a party to like display all their work and celebrate and like, bring in so other artists. So I'm like, is that, know. is Ryan Holmes in on that project? Uh, I don't know. They didn't announce say, all the artists. Did it. I know, I know him. I don't know him well, but I know of him. I connected yeah. with him through the group, but it, it would be artists like Ryan and okay. stuff who are going to be there tomorrow that night. That is cool. Where is that at? It's in a, uh, the Eden, House of Eden Rock. Was It's a shut down bar that's in downtown Lansing mm. that they're renting out for the party. That's oh. really cool. It's cocktail attire. Oh. You guys are looking for something fun. Yeah. Tomorrow night. That's going to be tomorrow Okay, night. I might be there. I'm going to show I up. I wonder if my buddy Ryan's going to be there. Me. You uh, guys should go. go. Let's all come. Let's you, all go. You guys should go. It'll be really fun. I saw footage from last year's party that they had, and it looked really fun. So, real quick, for all the listeners out there that might be listening to this and trying to do any marketing or anything, like she said, if you have zero marketing budget, which I hope you have more than zero, but if you (laughs) have a zero marketing or if you have just a little bit or a lot or whatever, really anybody, this is a pretty cool calendar that I'm looking at, guys. It's at uh, 517living.com. And yeah, go check it out. It's, It's really just shows everything that's going on in the community. 
And I mean, it's a range of stuff. I mean, everything from art to holiday stuff to educational stuff to community stuff to music, culture, food, a little bit of everything. I mean, there's all sorts of different stuff in here and it's all really well organized and with the dates and everything where, where it's at, what time. So, and also if you're just like sitting around looking for something to do, which I've done multiple times where I'm like, oh, I've literally Googled in my phone, like what's going on this weekend, right. like mm-hmm. near me. I, I've, I've done that before. Cause it's just like, might have the weekend off or just trying to get out. Cause I'm just slammed with work the last couple of weeks. It's like, you know, I just need to find something to do. Like yeah. something. That's exactly what this is for. It's for that person who may not have planned ahead, but they're like, I want to do something right now. Or I'm going on a date. I want to find something fun to do. And you go there and like, I want it to be even more comprehensive than it is. But right now there's a pretty decent lineup and it has like Wharton Center's events and stuff like that. But it's growing. Businesses like you who are helping me get the word out by like doing your podcast and stuff. That helps me and it'll help hopefully help the calendar continue to grow and reach more people. Yeah. And then you can, if I were to host an event or something, hypothetically, I could put the event on here without, what is it just like, is it like a, a process where it goes through you and you approve it or something? Yeah, I just, basically, you when you click the add event button, it pulls up a form, you fill out all your information, it saves your organizer information in the venue so you don't have to fill it out every single time. But then I get a notification, someone submitted an event, I go make sure it's not some type of like weirdo sure. creep thing, and then I prove it. Sure. Sorry, Nate, that rules you out. <laughs> Guess I won't be posting. And then, yeah, everything gets posted. I feel like it has made, I feel like it's had a really big effect on the a community. Is that the word I'm looking for? It's, it's changed the culture in the greater Lansing sure. area. I hear way less people complaining about how lame it is here because they finally, I feel like, have a hub spot where they can, you know, in the group, if even if there's something not on the calendar, if someone's like, hey, I'm looking to get into yoga, you know, who teaches yoga or who's your favorite yoga instructor or I want to get into craft stuff, you know, whatever. I want to make pottery. You know, they can go there and start really learning about the things that they want to get out of the community yeah. and also sharing what they have to offer with the community. And I've seen so many people, you know, build relationships through the group. And I've no, and I've done the same thing. You know, I used to be a lot more reclusive, a lot more social anxiety anxiety and since I've been doing 517 living it's really pulled me out of my shell pulled mm. me out of my comfort zone it's good yeah and I've noticed that you know building relationships with people who are different than you or who you might not have normally gravitated towards sure. um it really it really helps you develop as a person and helps build confidence and yeah. I think you know connecting with your community there's so much research out there that shows that that sense of belonging to your community is so amazing for your um, mental health and mm. obviously that trickles into all other areas of your life when you're feeling mentally healthy sure yeah that's I good. think that's really cool first of all I need to post that we use we coach yoga yeah, yeah we need to put that on there because we just uh, brought that back and that's actually starting to get kind of a better following we got hip hop too yeah. everything yeah everything you do here it would be relevant yeah. really yeah. Shammer because needs to get on that yeah well she uh. she posts quite a bit really yeah. yeah if anytime you have a new trainer here if anytime you have an event that's stuff that is yeah. all welcome in the group sure. and if it's an event it's welcome on the calendar yeah. I, I have someone who has yoga events on the calendar so if you have something that's more like an, a yoga event you could add it there for sure yeah absolutely 
And another thing to touch on what you said about people complaining about Lansing being boring and everything, and I've heard it before too, and I grew up in a lot bigger city, so coming here was kind of a culture shock to me, yeah. kind of like a reverse culture shock, because some people like grew up in smaller towns, and they come here, and they're like, oh my god, there's big buildings, there's it's a capital, you know, mm-hmm. but it was kind of, you know, it was a lot smaller than Detroit, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up going downtown to Detroit rather than going downtown to Lansing, and I mean, Detroit's... 10 times bigger than Lansing. Yeah. You got a lot more going on in Detroit, really. Yeah, a lot more. On a bigger level. Yeah, absolutely. But saying that, though, like, I think that Lansing is a lot better than people say it is. There's a lot going on in Lansing, and there's a lot of, like, like you were saying, like, hidden gym stuff. I hear people saying, like, Lansing doesn't have any good restaurants or any good events. It's it's a lot better than people say. I think the quality of Lansing is you have to maybe do a little bit more research, but I've gone to a lot of great restaurants that I would have never known about unless I networked or went on uh, pages like your like that, your, uh, Yeah, you're exactly right about that. With Lansing, it doesn't all just present everything it has to offer on right. a silver platter. You actually have to like do a little digging you and do. asking around and testing things out and um, taking time to do some exploring. And that's another thing we have on our website is a directory that we're building up of so people can say, oh, I'm looking for a restaurant. And eventually when you go to you know that directory the restaurant section will hopefully have all the best locally owned restaurants in the area and all those hidden gems it's it's getting there but it's still slow grow Wait, hold I, on. What is your favorite restaurant in Lansing? Oh, uh, see that? I, What's I your have favorite a hard time. hidden gym restaurant? Yeah, I have a hard time answering that question because I have so many favorites, but I really like so tomorrow or not tomorrow. I'm Mon- say Monday. Mine. I Wait, what's yours? You tell me first. Ooh. <laughs> My my favorite like so I'm a big like hole in the wall restaurant person. I don't like like definitely don't like chain restaurants and I definitely don't like bigger style restaurants. Right. So my favorite is gotta be by far and I might have a bias painting because I lived across the street for for a while. But uh, good truck and diner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they are very good. Good you truck lived, and you lived across the street from them. I lived at uh, Fountain Place Apartments for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, over in Rio Town. Yeah, they are very was, good. Those were actually really cool apartments. And they so, are know. totally a hole in the wall. I think they don't they have another location, but by yeah, you right know, by Chamber? me. Yeah, yeah, they just expanded to a what, new location. They, 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 the it's paired owner, up with the Detroit Pizza Place. Yeah, they oh, really? Paired up. Yeah, they, it's in the well, same building. It's cool. They own they own that place. The person, the chef there, he owns the little pizza place across the railroad tracks on it's right around the corner, not too far. It's right by down the street from the bus station across the railroad tracks. It's a pizza place. Yes. And it's in downtown Lansing then? Yeah. This is Rest, where? This is Rest. downtown. It's kind of downtown, but a little bit outside of downtown. So you know where huh. the bus station is? No, I'm not. Oh, arts. 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 Arts oh, Pizza. Yeah. I've never been there. Yeah, so art, what is yes. that? What is that? Is that Cedar? Or no, that's... That's Kalamazoo. Or is it Kalamazoo? Is it Kazu? It might be. Yeah, I think it is Kalamazoo, actually. It is. So Arts yeah, Pizza. Yeah, they're very good. Arts they're Pizza really is good. really good, but yeah. that's the owner of Good Trucking. I did not know wow. that, actually. Yes. Go them. So my, my friend that I used to work with at a different gym... She works there. Um, I mean, I don't really talk to her anymore, but I know that she works there. And the last time I talked to her, she was like, yeah, we're at arts and yada, yada, yada. And, oh. um, and then she, I used to always post about uh, good trucking, like a lot when I, especially when I lived over there, I used to always post like, cause I used to go there like every Sunday. Like, uh-huh. It was like, <laughs> it was, it, it was a ritual. thing. Yeah, it yeah. was a thing. 
And I would just like pig out on Sunday. It was like my cheat meal. And like for real, she'd be like, you know, that's the same owner as where I work. And I was like, really? Arts Pizza? Yeah, yeah so. that's that's mm. what I love because that's how the group kind of works too. Is in that type of conversation, those referrals, right. that's like the best way to discover stuff is when so you have good. a friend who's like, hey, did you know about this? I had a personal experience. And then you're like, oh, now I want to try it. That's right. 517 Living just on a different level. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, arts I love is, that. But, I mean, it makes sense though because Arts is really good too. Okay. If you haven't been to Arts Pizza, I highly suggest it. I, it, I mean, if you're trying to get a bunch of calories in, but uh, right. yeah. it's, it's yeah. thick Be pizza. sure to do a 30 minute hit workout first. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, right. Yeah, but it's really good. It's really, and they got more stuff than just pizza. Like they have, but everything is like over the top. Like it's mm-hmm. don't count calories. They have really good breakfast there too. I've had omelet at. I've Art. never had the breakfast. Yeah, but good, good trucking. But let's get back to what you were gonna say. But good trucking is like by far that's your number one. Yeah, they have. They just have like a unique. They do. A it's like tacos menu. and then donuts. Yeah, it's like, a unique, what? and I used to love their special board. They used to always have special boards. Like, every time you go in, they would have different stuff that's not on the menu. Oh, yep. that's fun. That the, that, yeah, that the, so yeah, good. That the uh, chef would just come in. Whoever was on, like, whoever's shift it was, they would write their own, like, made-up, like, recipe, like, specials. And I used always to always, the best. yeah, I used to always <laughs> order off the special board. Yeah, yeah, that I love that. That's it has that kind of small, like scratch kitchen feel. Yeah, I, I, mean, I wish the only that. the only downside about them, which they've kind of remedied by adding the second location, is few the, times the I've tried to go and I couldn't get yeah, it. It's yeah, the weight the weight is ridiculous. But I mean, the building only holds like twelve people. I mean, oh it's, there's like four tables in there yeah. and then like a bar. But I mean, that kind of that, that's kind of like the makes it's the hole in the wall. Yeah, thing. it yeah. makes it who it is. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not big. There's only like one waitress in there, maybe two. There's one cook. It's very simple. It's and old school. It's like, old school. If you, you sit down and you almost feel like you step back in time a little bit because it's that. just that old the way things used to be more. You know. And I used to love it. Like I used to go in there, and because I went in there every week, like they and they got me down. Like after the first or second time, and they're good. Like they, I, they would already know what I wanted to drink. They would already mm-hmm. like bring me like a coffee and a water and like so personal. Yeah, and that was like it was very personal and. They would just it would I just felt different when I went there and that's and yeah. the food's really good too. That, so. That's one of the great things about living in a place like Lansing too is you can build those I mean not that you can't get this in a bigger city, but in smaller places like Lansing you can have that regular oh, yeah. customer relationship yeah. where they're like, I know you, I know about you, I yeah. know what you like. Right. Um and you don't get that as much in bigger cities. Sure. See, I don't know how you narrowed it down to one restaurant because I I'm like okay, I could do three. And it's What are yours? Okay, Let's so I'm gonna do three. So one of them it's not a franchise, but they do have a few locations. It's Anna's House. That's in Okemos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to an Anna's That's house. a bougie breakfast a, place. They have it on uh, Detroit, too. Yep. Yep. They have, like, four locations. Yeah. I know the owners. They, it's so scrumptious. Like, yeah. so good. And the inside's, like, cool, too. Oh, yeah. Super, I've like, retro yeah. yeah, Yeah, retro. Yep. And then I love Goodfellas Bagels. Like, they are the bomb.com. Never been there. What? I mean, you can order like a bagel with like capers and salmon on it. Like, it's so amazing. That's a franchise too, isn't it? No. No, no, just one. It's right by the old Clarus. Okay. Yep. On downtown. They have like a lot of old gangster names for their sandwiches. Yeah. The Acapone. Yeah, yeah. So good. That's not, isn't there another bagel sandwich place downtown? There's, 
There's the Daily Bagel. The too. Daily the Bagel. Day. That yeah. one's on Washington. Yeah, that I've one's been, been around a while. I've been yeah. there. The Goodfellas yeah. Bagels. That's more like specialty sandwiches, though. Okay. I feel so, like they're more like New York style or something. Yeah. Like wow. That. I yeah, because you can wait. There's like a window. You can wait outside. Like it's super, it's super go. small. And then third, this is. I mean, Naya four. Okay, so Acapulco's. Acapulco's. I love them. I know a lot of the people there personally and the owners. Their Mexican food. That and um. That's next to the El Oasis. Like they they tied for me. Like they got some good Mexican food. And yeah. then the fourth one, I know the owner of this person too. They're in DeWitt. Is Sweetie Licious. Oh, yeah. Now, Linda Hunt, shout out to her. She's won like four years nationals for her pies. She's like famous. She's ex- yeah. Oh, she's famous. And it's like a cute little cafe. Same sort of thing. You can fit like 15 yeah. people in there. But people will like buy pies two months in advance from her for like, oh, Thanksgiving's coming? We got to order now. Like, yeah. it's it's amazing. So go there. They make That's some awesome. good desserts. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to say the good truck and diners like uh, competition. Oh, no. The, no. the what's it called over there with all the like stuff attached to the building in uh, People's old, Kitchen? Old or, Town. Or, oh, in Old Town? Old Town. Yeah. Um, oh, meats. No, it's. No, it's. Wait, stuff attached. Oh, great. Oh, uh, yeah, Harvest. The Harvest Place. The, Golden, Golden Harvest. Harvest. I've yeah. never been there. I've no, never been. Rodney told me that is they're going to reopen. Lansing's like staple. They're reopening, so I'll have to try it now. Yeah. Yeah, so I went there a couple times, and that was another like big wait waiting place. Like, oh my gosh, wait. like two yeah. hours. Yeah, it's actually more than a good truck and diner, but uh, yeah, I I liked it, but I I was attached more to good truck and good truck and yeah. yeah, I liked it, but it was good. But I think good truck and just had a better menu. All right, Sarah, who is it? Cool. I just want to mention Golden Harvest. I feel like as much as I still love them, they I think have changed quite a bit over time because they did lose their main chef yeah. in the beginning. So yep. I think there's less of a weight now. It's like less of the yeah. cult following. The original. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I don't think it's as good either. Things have, so, yeah, things heard, have definitely changed. I've heard some from some old school like Lansing people. <laughs> they were like, Oh, Golden... Yeah, I don't go there no more. It's ah! like, yeah, and I was like... Now they clo- they've been closed yeah. down for, what, like a year or so because of yeah. roof problems? But they've, Yeah, they've had a lot of transitions. But to be fair, I have not been there in a while, so I will have to... When they reopen, I'm going to go back and I'm going to test them out they, they said that the original chef, though, opened his own spot. Oh, oh yeah, that's the People's Kitchen. Oh, is it? Well, there's, there's, there's a whole other story to that. Yeah. But he's no longer at <laughs> yeah. People's Kitchen, but... People's Kitchen is good too. They, we have, is that the one by the expressway on Michigan? Yeah, yeah. Correct. I've never been there. There's never. People's Kitchen has good breakfast. I've heard. I have not had their breakfast. I've had their dinner. But um, yeah. there's there's quite a few pretty good little hole in the wall breakfast places in Lansing. I would say I'm gonna just base this off of like where my husband and I go when we go out to eat. So I'll say, and usually if we're going out to eat, it's like special occasion type stuff. So I'll just name. We like Sansu. They have. Sansu, really? where's that? Sushi. That's the sushi place in the yeah. Hannah Plaza. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been. Yeah, yeah great sushi. Go. Great people. Okay. All right. Um, they they're a staple. They've been around a long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're looking for a fancy dinner, like we're taking my sister out for um her birthday, her fortieth. Oh, I can't. Is this when is this ah! gonna when is this gonna cut air? Is this a probably, oh, probably another like two weeks? It'll be later. Okay, okay. so we're gonna take we her to Bodie's. Bodie's is like the more high end option in the area, and they're just like consistent quality, like. Yeah. But you're going to have to be prepared, you know, to dish out the dollars. Yeah. But, and then Red Haven is my husband's favorite. So it's Red become Haven. one of my what favorites. What is that? Red Haven is farm to table. They're they're kind of in the, between Okemos and um, East Lansing. Huh. And they're farm to table, have a very creative menu, very mm. like... 
mm, something you could never recreate probably at home. You wouldn't even know what wow. the ingredients were. And they have like a little farm. At least last I checked, they had a little farm spot down the road where they get a lot of their That's produce cool. and stuff. It's a local. So stuff. they butcher it themselves? I don't know if they butcher their own, yeah. but they get the stuff from local farmers. Sure. Okay. And then they grow their own vegetables a lot. Wow. So that's a really good that's one. That's cool. I love also like our Sunday afternoon spot is often Henry's Place in Okemos, which is like a pub with just good like mm. scratch made food. And their owner, Henry, has been a big supporter of 517 Living. So um, nice. I, I pretty much, I could probably list restaurants. Man, for, these are all places I've never a, been to. Really? I know. those You named about Shiloh. So much. I, so, Sansu, I've been there. But, uh, Sansu's real good. And then I guess for, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot out there. There are a lot out there. But those are some of our go-to spots. We just start like a cooking pot or like a food podcast. We could talk. Foodie reviews. Yes. Hey, that's who you could bring on here for a guest. The guy who runs Lansing Foodies Group. Ooh. Um, Yeah. 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 I know who you're talking about. Yep. James. There's a couple pages. All right, let's go. Uh, there's a there's Today a there's a kickoff cooking. one too. I love it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, because like someone got kicked, someone, someone got kicked off the page or someone ah! like started their own one, and it's actually grown like almost as big as the original. But here's a here's a last question, and we'll move on from the food. Is <laughs> real quick, I want to know the best food truck in Lansing, though. Um, do you guys do food trucks? I I personally would say I like. There's two. I like. Um, I mean, there's so many good ones out there, but the two that I gravitate towards there was and I now they have a restaurant but there was Bango's mm, and yeah, I think Bango's. they still have the yep, truck they do they have a restaurant now and then Picnic is the food truck I've that been wanting had, to try that yeah was that normally downtown they yeah or they're downtown town. a lot they, Bango's is at uh, um, that bar that old bar well, I didn't go everywhere, but yeah, they're um, in that downtown what's strip. The, what's the um, old old bar that's like downtown? Right, Stober's. Stober's, yeah. They're in that block, yeah, because their restaurant is down the block from Stober's. It's just, it's called like Dolls Corner yeah. or mm. something new. Bingo's is good though. Bingo's, yeah, they have really good breakfast food, really unique menu. And we got a lot of good food trucks though. These food trucks. See, three come to mind. Three is my, my magic number. So I, I got El Oasis. Like, I know people oh, from yeah, out of state they're... who are like, if I come to Michigan, we're going to El Oasis. El Oasis is good. That's the bomb. I'm just, I think I'm burnt out on El Oasis because when I first came to Lansing, I was the same way. I was like, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> and, uh, but I now now it's like, I'm like, Eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so to mix it up, if you want to do a little bit different Mexican, my second favorite is the one going into Grand Ledge. It's a little pink truck. It's also yes, Mexican. Yes, I don't know yes. what they're called. The oh. owner of that is super cool, too. Ponchos. Uh, I think it's Yeah, Ponchos. Yeah. It is yeah. Ponchos. Something like that. It's Ponchos. Ponchos. Going into Grand... It's Ponchos. Yeah, it's on... What is that? Is that by the Saginaw? Church? West Saginaw, Saginaw? Yeah. Yep. And then third one would be... The, the one a, by Horrocks. What's the one name? We love I, it. That was going to be Thai food. Yeah. Ito or... Yeah, Cafe Ito or something. something or Mystery like, Yeah, that, yeah. that is... Posted. I haven't had them. So good. Yeah, another really cool owner. I've talked to him multiple times. He's really cool. Ito, I think. Chef yeah, Ito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's really cool owner cool chef it's him and his wife that run that truck I love it. um he's married to a korean lady and she literally throws down like authentic thai food Ooh, um, it's really good don't mark my words on korean she might be thai but i'm gonna uh, have to go over there yeah because I think we're not far large from there. portions too. if you like yeah it's large and it's very fresh like everything's fresh like they give you bean sprouts they're super like crunchy and like just flavorful uh, and it's just, everything tastes really well. I really like that food. That was going to be on my list as well. And they're really cool. Like they, they're really interacting in the community as well. They, they, I don't know. They're just genuine people. Yeah. yeah. And if you like hot stuff, like they can make it like 
Yeah, food. like one to ten. Food what's your level? Up. I'm like, oh my god. He told me that the highest was 22. He said, <laughs> I said, what's the highest level you've ever? Because he's like, he's like, oh, I was like, what does it go up to? I usually get a level one. Like I'm not that big of a spicy person, and, and it's still kind of like so spicy. spicy to wow. me. Wow, yeah. 22. Like if you get like a two or three, like it's you might be like hurting your butthole the next day. <laughs> Sorry, TMI, but for real. It goes in wow. hot, it comes out hot. But, I wonder uh, if everybody knows that. I feel like that would really draw in a lot of people to take on the challenge. Yeah. Right. Doing, like, I'm going to do, well, have you done 22? I asked, no. him, yeah, I, said, what, I asked him, I said, what is the hottest you've ever had? And he said, 22. And I said, why 22? And he said, well, because at the time the record was 21 and the guy just wanted to beat it. So he said 22 and he ate the whole thing. He said the guy that ate it didn't even like sweat or nothing. He was just like, eh, what? Yeah. That's crazy. He I uses know. real Thai chili, right? Oh. He uses real Thai chili. If you look on the scale of like spicy peppers, like Thai chili is pretty high up there and it's hot. Like when I eat it, it's hot. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't do it. I, it, I, I, tried, your I have up, to like soak my tongue in like a glass of milk if I go <laughs> soak too high. Your tongue. I, and that, that would be at, like a number three. I'm like, I have some milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, oh, that's intense. Like, when I was younger, I was all about the spicy. But now that it's I'm like your, your kidneys, older, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, uh, I want to take care of my insides a little bit better. And it can't be good for you. Like, I don't think how a 22 no. spicy level could do anything productive for your insides. Like, it has to go through your intestines and everything. And being that spicy, like, I don't know. And like I said, like TMI, but it goes in hot, comes out hot. Absolutely, yeah. You know? But oh if that's gosh. what you want to put yourself through, whatever. I'd be interested in learning about like the people who who grew up in this culture where we don't ha- normally have that type of food who are not affected by it. Like right. what's different about them right. where they're not affected I, I by it? I think they're just adjusted to it. It's just like the sun for like some yeah, people. They just like, built up like, tolerance. Yeah, if we go to somewhere that has like Egypt that's closer <laughs> to the equator, like the sun's gonna be obviously hotter and it's they're just used to it, right? They walk around with like nothing, no suntan lotion or anything, and their skin's just used to it. If we go there, we're going to be burnt like a lobster yeah. and we're going to be yeah. in pain. And they're like, what are you guys talking about? Like, you know. Yeah, that's true. We do adapt to our Yeah, we adapt to our soundies. Just like if those people were to come to Michigan in December, right? Oh, yeah. They're going to be freezing mm-hmm. and we're going to be walking around with like a windbreaker. Like, like it's yeah, only 35. Just yeah, wait until February. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad. Like, what are you talking about? They're like, uh, like it's yeah. freezing in here. <laughs> You know, and that's true. That's yeah, true. So maybe that's maybe it's just a matter of m- that. my buddy comes and visits me from Florida sometimes, and he's like always so cold. Like even in the fall, he's. I remember like a couple of years ago he visited in the fall, and he was like, "It's so cold." I'm like, "Dude, it's October." Like, what it's are you like talking? Sixty. Yeah, it, no, I think at the time it was like fifty or something. I was like, "Dude, this is not. This is like, perfect." Like Michigan people, this is like good weather. You know, we don't start getting. At least at me, I don't start getting cold till it's. You know, December, January, February. Right, yeah. February is like the, the cold. The worst, like negative seven. That's like the That's not cold. even the wind chill. Yeah. <laughs> this, this winter is supposed to be pretty brutal. That's what the farmer's Heavy out We're going to see. We're gonna, they said that last year. We had like one big snowfall, and it was like yeah. one and a half feet. I'm like, Well, lame. I hope it's bigger than last year, because last year, a lot of the uh, snow removal companies and all that really took a bad hit. Yeah. So, oh, uh, really? Yeah. And, and and even this year in the summer they took a hit because it was so hot. Mm. We had a we had a hotter than normal summer and yeah. the grass doesn't grow. That's right, at the beginning of yeah, the Yeah, so 
I look at it more of an economy struggle because when there's no snow in a hotter summer, right, those businesses go out like right. they they struggle, and mm-hmm. so they're not cutting grass or removing snow. So what wow, are they yeah, doing? That's a good point. So yeah, yeah. and then it, it even goes deeper than that too. If you really think about it, right. That means they're not buying the normal amount of fuel that they normally buy. Right. Right. Yeah. So then there's lower fuel being bought. Right. And and all yeah, it's so all connected. It, it's all you know lower amount of yeah. less jobs. I mean it's it's it goes it can go I pretty got deep. deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's intricate. Yeah. It's it's all Honestly. connected. Yeah. So we need the snow. Yeah. I mean ultimately <laughs> ultimately it's very complex. That's one of my favorite things about this area too in Michigan is that we do get to enjoy all the different seasons. And right. even if people, you know, complain about the cold and the winter, you know, it's it's part of the joy of living here. We get to live through the brutal cold and then we get to enjoy the spring when it comes because we've been through the cold. Right. I love all that. And then you, the you appreciate seasons. the summer. Yeah. Other than if it's like Arizona all year round, you just, you know, it's not really yeah, getting cold. You just, yeah. You get snow for a day and it goes back up to 70. <laughs> Right. Exactly. (laughs) We're lucky. So, Sarah, I love chatting with you and all the different topics, but I what I what I wanted to know next was what are some of the challenges that you have experienced uh, throughout the way of owning this page? And how long have you owned it, by the way? Eight, almost eight years, I think. Eight years. Okay. So, yeah, Uh, you've endured some of the challenges then throughout the way. And what is like the most stressful about it? What is, uh, okay, so this might be a two or three part question. So, mm -hmm. what is the most stressful about being the owner operator of the page? Also, what is your daily routine look like Mm -hmm. being the owner operator of this page? And what would you say the biggest perk? Other than what we've already touched on with the events and everything, mm-hmm. what do you love the most about being the owner-operator of the 517 mm, okay. page? Yeah, okay, so I'll start with that first part, some of the challenges. Man, so going into this, you know, there's a lot of unknowns. And um, when it comes to, you know, I'm very dependent on third-party companies. So I've got, you know, I'm dependent on Facebook and my web, my calendar app that I use for my calendar. That's a third-party. So part of the challenge is if that third-party company is having an issue, that affects me directly. Yeah. So just, I guess, adapting as there's changes. You know, there's been times when Facebook has been kind of shaky where you're like, you yeah. know, my whole group is on Facebook right. and it could just shut down at any time. I, got, I can't be too dependent on it. So just... I guess adapting as social media options change and deciding which ones are worth spending your time on when, you know, I'm the only person who's running 517 Living at this point. So it's like, what's worth my time? Do I figure out all the TikTok, all the Snapchat, all the, or do I focus on the most effective ones right now? Mm. So just knowing exactly what to do and how I really deal with that is a lot of trial and error. And I just try to put one foot in front of the other, take one day at a time and not let myself get too stressed out. I've told myself, Mm. you know, if Facebook were to completely crash tomorrow and I didn't have a group, I'm okay with that. And what I would do is I would just increase my focus on the other platforms. Sure. And you can never be too dependent on yeah. any third-party company. Same thing with my calendar app. There was some shaky times with them where I was like, are you guys going out of business? Like, should I be looking for a backup plan? So you always kind of have to be prepared for the worst but hope for the best type thing. And then also, you know, it's always a challenge, especially on social media, when you start getting a group that's in the thousands because Mm. there are 
so many different personalities and cultures and people coming from different walks of life and different places in life and they're all in one spot and it's like this and people mm, have no filter when it comes to social media because it's a melting pot and they're not they don't have to show their face either exactly exactly so people can hide behind a screen say what they normally wouldn't Wouldn't say to someone's face and I get that role of being the moderator where I have to be like you know it's not okay to call someone an (laughs) a-hole because they don't like the same thing as you. Right. Uh, so just, but you know, my psychology background has helped me a little bit with that. And just my whole time that I've been running this, I've told myself, you know what, Sarah, you got to keep kind of not neutral, like not completely vanilla, but like I can't bring in my own strong opinions. I have to be Switzerland where I'm just keeping the peace not getting too emotional, being as fair as possible. So that's been a challenge, just figuring out how to deal with you know difficult social situations. What was the second one? The second one was day-to-day day. routine. Okay, so my day-to-day <laughs> depends on the day because right. I have I have an e-commerce business, so I kind of time block where I spend some days more on 517 Living, other days more on my e-commerce business. But for a 517 Living day, I get up, get my coffee, get my day started, and then when I sit down to look at at my platforms, my first thing that I look for is problems because mm-hmm. if I need to address anything that might be snowballing, like if someone, I don't know, decided uh, they weren't feeling positive that day and they wanted to come at somebody else in the group, I need to, you know, get all those things taken care of first, deal with the notifications, deal with any emails and then I'd say my top priority for the day is making sure that if anyone has had an event submitted to the calendar that I'm getting that event promoted. Because I know that if I am encouraging people to get out to the events and I'm promoting the events, that's going to encourage more people right. to host events, add their events to the calendar. So my most of my time and energy goes into building up the calendar. Mm. That's, that's my sole focus is making a hub calendar for the entire area. Yeah, I love the calendar idea. I just really do. And I honestly, it's crazy. I didn't know about the website and the calendar there. But and yeah. that's, that's one thing I would want to spread. That's like the main thing I would spread to somebody that would ask me about the, the page or what I've learned, you know, especially from this podcast is I think that's a great idea. And mm-hmm. I'm... S- kind of upset like we just had a halloween party we could have we could have posted it like you act, you're actually oh, you did I, have I actually did, did twice. Was, yeah yeah it, it was on there but then i would say you're not alone though in the sense that a lot of people who know about 517 living sure. still don't know about the website so that I would say that's one of my number one challenges is getting everybody sure. to actually understand right. we have an event calendar yeah. click funnels um, would help you yeah, I should try ClickFunnels. Seriously, I'll look into that. It would. The perks of running <laughs> 517 Living. I know. I, I'm going to look into that ClickFunnel thing that you are bringing up earlier because I'm sure we could definitely benefit from that. The perks of running 517 Living, I would say, is other than all the stuff we talked about, it is just really nice to really feel like you have a good knowledge and understanding and appreciation and relationship with your community. There's nothing quite like, you know, when you sit down with someone and being excited to hear about a new thing that they have to tell you about your community or to have that excitement of being able to share something about the community with them or just that familiar feeling of, you know, walking down the street and you know the story behind the businesses that you're passing and you know the story of the people behind them. That's a really enriching 
experience to have. And I hope that it keeps on, you know, growing that relationship I have with my community. And I hope that other people are able to build that as well. There's such a difference between living somewhere where you're just living in your own little bubble, doing your own little thing, not really connecting with anything out of your area, and then really immersing yourself in where you live. There's such a difference. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Being involved in the community is one of my favorite things. I love it. And I really want to utilize this podcast and the business more with being in the community. I really want to do more community outreach stuff. You know, like I was telling you about last time you were here about how I've, you know, joined the trade network. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I, I like that idea too, because you, you get to interact with other business owners and mm-hmm. you can do trade, which could eliminate a lot of overhead cost. Yeah, so, barter exchange, yeah. like modern barter. Yeah, exactly. I love that. That's, I mean, it's a wonderful idea, right? One of the most troubling things about being a business owner, the hardest things, is overhead cost, right? Mm-hmm. And you want, you always want to, you know, there's the key to running a successful business is, you know, having the revenue higher than your overhead, right? It's a simple one-on-one business. And you want to keep the overhead low with still running like quality service or product. Mm-hmm. And bartering or utilizing trade is a great way to do that. I mean, you can get the services or products that you need to successfully run a business, but you know, utilizing your services or trade to or services or products to trade to keep that overhead cost down. That way you can drive the revenue up. So it's, yes. it's awesome. I, and I'm also obviously in trade network. Um, and I feel like any business owner who isn't part of a local barter exchange is missing out big time because not yeah. only mm. can you barter in a more sophisticated system right. than direct barter, like, hey, I paint, you have coffee beans, you give me coffee beans, I'll give you paint. No, it's like, I don't need your coffee beans, pay me in trade dollars and I will use them to barter with anybody else. Yeah. In the network. Right. I love that concept. And yes. the great thing about it is every single person in that network is a small business owner in Michigan. So when you go to their networking events, it's all business owners and you yeah. can yeah. come up with relationships to cross market, to benefit each other. Such yeah. a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. should look into barter exchanges. Yes. That's my 2022 exactly. goal for me and my photography, 100%. They like, need photographers. so great. Yeah, there's only a couple in that yeah. network. You should, get, you yeah. should do the trade network. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll do it if you do it, Nate. There's, I'm already in it. Oh, okay. Now I have to. Okay, shoot. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in Shoot, I have to do it. Come on in. I've already, right. I've already done a club. bunch. Yeah, I've already done a bunch of... Uh, look at here's my... I want to be a groupie. Here's my Zaytun dollars right here. Oh, Zaytun is the bomb. Oh, that's another good restaurant, man. They got some good food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zaytun is delicious. I actually cash just had money. them the other night because they have one in Holt. Yeah, there that's you go, cash Chamber. money right there. So one of the biggest things that I've told Ryan when he was on the show, we were talking about Ryan Holmes. Mm -hmm. He's a good buddy of mine that's really involved in the community. And he was telling me that he is on some sort of committee now that is with the Lansing Center, I believe, Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, Downtown Lansing, Inc., I think he's part of. Yeah, yeah. They coordinate different events Mm -hmm. and stuff. I love it. I was telling him and another, I tell everybody, I would really like to see more health and wellness events in Lansing. I think that's one thing that I don't see a whole lot of that I'm kind of used to seeing back home. And I'm kind of puzzled why these leaders in the community don't put those together because it's such an important part of a community, right? Health and wellness. 
It because I'll tell you, a, part of it, I think, is that there are still a lot of people in a lot of industries who see other businesses who are similar to them as competition instead of yes. seeing them as someone they can collaborate with and support each so other. True. Yeah, so true. Yeah, snobby. You yeah. got some snobby people. It's true. Still some. Yeah, some still don't get it. That we have to like, get over that. Yeah, yeah we got to work together. Community. Exactly. Yeah. Community over competition. I, I mean, there's always going to be competition, but at the same time, like... Don't focus on the other guy's service. Focus on your service, and business will gravitate towards you. Right. right. If you're doing the right thing, yeah. your, your clientele will find you. But I, right. I would love for someone, and I've been, I've been trying to get someone to do it. But I, I feel like if a group got together and hosted like a five one seven just for our area 517 like health expo at the Lansing Center where you know places like Hit Fitness and then there's like different wellness (laughs) businesses like Gentle Earth Sound Therapy all the wellness businesses in one place people get a ticket to go in and they can get samples they can get free trials they can look at all the different options why don't we have that why don't we have a health expo like every city has one Especially, we sure. have the we have the expo center right there. It's a community center. People they run expos, they run wedding dress expos, right. and everything else. Like I feel like this is the beginning of it right here. It's gonna be hosted it. oh, by it's Hit Fitness. I I it. I need to know, and I was telling him, and I need to know uh, who to talk to to push this idea, who you get it and on? then right. <laughs> They gotta know Ryan's know why that. Got that little plug in there. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I would love to happen. You know, all of us having booths or tents. You know, and we're you know we're passing out our products. We're showing our services. Just whatever. We're marketing, advertising, all that stuff. And then plus, it's not even so much a business aspect. It's to get the people out there and get health and wellness awareness. Yeah. Like people to show people what the importance is and how easy it is to work out. Show some before and after, some testimonials, everyday people. And I'm not talking about these like fitness models that you've seen on Instagram and Facebook. No, like those aren't those aren't everyday people. Those are fitness models. Those are people that were paid to be. Well, yeah, and it's the one percent, right? It's the one percent that is walks around all year round with six pack and. Seven uh, percent body fat. Yeah, it, that's it, not it's, Michigan. It's, it's unrealistic. That's, you know, most of Michigan is not that. It's You're unrealistic. Right. Yeah. The statistics say that most of the world is overweight, mm-hmm. especially most of the United States is yeah. overweight. There's more people in this world that's an adult that's overweight that's not overweight, right. and yeah. and that's a troubling statistic, and that needs to change. And one of the biggest things is. People aren't prioritizing health and fitness. Communities are, individuals are, businesses are. I love the businesses that pay their customers or pay their employees to go get gym memberships. They reimburse right. their it's costs. So good. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. General Motors does it. They will reimburse their any employee of theirs if they bring in a receipt from a gym they will reimburse their uh, i think it's up to three hundred dollars yeah the smartest companies will do that because they know they're thinking big they know if they have healthy employees those employees are going to do better work for them it's going to and they're going to come to work every day business better exactly i think that if there was a health expo for the greater lansing area it would do a big part in changing our culture here in general and i think that now more than ever you know we're coming down from this pandemic that has like shut us in for years I think that people need to keep the momentum you know because we've been being told at least 
some people have been being telling us, you know, take care of your immune system, get your vitamin C, get your exercise, make sure you're getting good quality of sleep. And I hope that people hold on to that lesson that we've been taught from this pandemic and yeah. do stuff like the expo. I, with absolutely. Them. I'm going to start, I'm going to make shoot some couple of emails and I'm not just saying that, like I'm going to, I'm going to reach out, I'm going to call the community center. I'm going to reach out, maybe talk to some, uh, get, get, find out who's on these, uh, boards and who, who makes the decisions to run these expos. Yeah. And talk to Andy Short, Mayor Short. He just got voted in. I'm sure he would yeah. be looking for some ways to boost the community. Absolutely. And I mean, it's indoors. You can run it during the wintertime. Exactly. And it's something, listen, some of the biggest, like Ohio, Columbus has the biggest fitness expo there is. You know, the Arnold, that's a whole different, bigger, that's a way different scale of it because that's like the biggest in the United States, if not the world. But I mean, it's Ohio. It's right. I it's think Ohio. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why don't we have it? We're the, It's the capital of Michigan. It's yeah. not like we're Standish, Michigan. You know, we're the capital of Michigan. Why right. don't we have a I'll tell you expo? why we don't have it, because nobody has made it happen. And that uh, person I'm is gonna be, Nate and Shea. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Let's I'm go. I'm going to be on it. I'm on it. All right. All right. So anyways, first and foremost, before I go any further, I do want to thank you for coming on again. Thank you guys I, for that's, having me. That's, that's super awesome. I, I do apologize. Yeah, I do apologize for losing the episode. When, but when Chamber told me that, I just laughed. I was I, nervous. I the insides were like, it oh my gosh, the people are so unprofessional. Oh my goodness. Well, it's funny because I did save one. So I did it on the multi-track. <laughs> yeah, and just I saved him. One. Yeah. But in my defense, in my defense, I will say this. I researched it very, and I even had an IT guy come in here to try to like discover it like in my like hard drive or something, like find it. And he couldn't. And we watched YouTube videos and we like researched on the internet and Aww. Googled it. And it's actually a very common problem oh, really? with that People? software. Oh. Like there was many, multiple, multiple, like a lot of reviews and like stories on the internet saying like, this is the stupidest thing. Why don't they make an update? It was, it's a very common issue and like people have lost many stuff like songs, podcasts, a lot of different things. Ooh, so good. yeah, I'm not the only person out I, there. I'm a big believer in like things happening, how they're supposed to mm-hmm. in situations like this. And so I'm like, you know what? It wasn't meant yeah. to be heard. That content for some yeah. reason was we were not funnier and better be this round. Well, so we did. Yes, <laughs> we just keep getting funnier in life, you know. It's very misleading, and now I do all my recording on SD card, so there's no multi-track saving. But when you do it through the USB cord and through the software, you have multi-track. So right now we have three tracks, right? And I just went in and hit save, like file save, like normal. But you have to do that for every track, and I didn't know that. So I only <laughs> recorded the, the first track. So it only recorded my mic. That's so it. it's just the Nate show. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should air it just without that us. would be hilarious. Yeah, there's just pauses, and then I just it's laugh. Like glue. You guys <laughs> oh my god, that's hard. Oh my gosh, you should do it. All right, we're gonna get this. We're gonna close the show, guys. Okay. And uh, so I want you to leave us with a little bit of uh, words of wisdom or why people should uh, utilize mm. your page, why people should go to your page, visit your website, all that good stuff. And, you know, your last words that you want to leave us with. Yeah, I would say when people ask me about, like, insights that I've 
gathered through 517 Living. My top piece of advice for people is to A, get out of your comfort zone in ways that align with your values. You know, if there's something that you've been wanting to do and you just are like, eh, I don't feel like doing it or it's that seems like I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I just do it because it is going to help you become the person you're meant to be. It's going to help mm. you reach your potential, you know. And the other thing is, is I think there are so many times, especially when like people start businesses or projects or things like that, that they stumble on perfection and... If I had waited until I was this like perfect business person who knew everything about everything and I waited to that moment to start 517 Living, I still would not have started it until, mm. because I'm still not at that point. So right. just start it, do it, like put one foot in front of the other, take the steps that you need to. Um, you're going to fail. If you don't fail, you're not learning, you know, right. and just take those as lessons and keep pushing forward. Use the internet. People come to me all the time. They'll be like, you know, I want to start a group, but you know, I don't really know how. I'm like, guess what? They have this handy thing called Google and it tells you exactly <laughs> how to do pretty much everything right. you want to do. That or um, YouTube. So yeah, just for sure. get out of your comfort zone, push forward. And um, I, the other thing I would say is take the time to connect with people who have different beliefs on important topics, different cultures, yes, and, and accept them for who they are and just love them. Um, build connections with people because it'll teach you more about the world and yeah. get a better understanding yeah. of the world make you more open-minded for sure yeah yeah i i love that i appreciate you guys uh or i appreciate you giving me that the listeners good word of advice there yeah i really think your page is beneficial for multiple reasons one if you're just sitting around you want something to do right as i was saying earlier i've done it before I've, I've had the weekend off or something. Didn't really know I was going to be open in my schedule. What am I, what's going on in Lansing? I'm fairly new to Lansing. I came in 2017. It's, you know, I'm not super new, but I'm new enough where I, I don't know everything. And plus, like, I'm always at work. So it's like, I'm not out there just like searching the city. So mm-hmm. something like this yeah. that I was looking at the schedule would be super beneficial. I think it's great for connections. I mean, we've all connected through the page, <clears throat> us three. Yeah. I did the segment on, and I know Shamber did it as well, on uh, with Holly on the news where she came here and filmed me and... That happened through your page. Yep, yep. Right. Where Dan seen it, and then he like, it, they they uh, were asking for gems or whatever, and Dan said, "Hey, check out Hit Fitness." And then next thing you know, she's in my inbox, right? And then yeah. we connected that way. Shout out to so, Holly. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to Holly. I that met was, Holly through that group too, and that's how I ended yeah. up getting a segment with them. It's through the group. Yeah, and I'm sure you've met multiple people through that group. Mm-hmm. You know, it maybe not in person, but just through networking through the five one seven living. Right. Oh yeah. So I think it's super beneficial. It has grown. I mean, you're past thirty five thousand people. That's an accomplishment in its own, a huge accomplish- accomplishment. I mean, that's a very, very small percentage of the actual population of the greater Lansing area, but it's significant in the sense that that's a lot of people to that's yeah. a, that's connect a lot with of people. in your community. Yeah, yeah, and there's probably another 35,000 that just wa- look at your, or go on. And maybe yeah, I hope they, so. the website. Yeah, yeah, maybe they don't follow. Yeah. Maybe they just go on or watch or, you mm-hmm. know, kind of follow it from the distance. Yeah. And I also think it's super beneficial, not only for the regular regular person, but for businesses, as far as like we were saying, networking and stuff, and getting your service out there, getting your product out there. So right. 
everything, it's all beneficial and it's all positive. That's what I love about it. It's positive. When I go on your page, I'm sure you've had this before, but I don't see like any negativity. I haven't personally seen it. And when you go on other pages, like when you go on like foodie pages and stuff, there's always people on there like talking crap and like, like, oh, that's disgusting or like making fun of people. Yeah, and we don't I, allow that in the group. Exactly. That's, that's like our number one rule is it's a good vibes only zone. And I get a lot of hate for that from certain people. They're like, quit censoring what people have to well, say, blah, blah, blah. Love Kick them out too. I do. I had. I had well, a lady. Because you go. said that, now you can go. That's Bye. not good vibes. I mean, and I have to. I don't want to be some type of social media dictator, but I'm like you, Nazi. You, you are poisoning it's, the well, like yeah. with your nasty little no. laugh faces. Don't and feel stuff, bad about it. Yeah, it, I don't. It's, listen, it's your page. At the end of the day. You started it. It's not anybody else's but yours. Like, it's positivity. That's what it yeah. is. If you don't want to be positive, like, go find a different page. Yeah, there's many other groups. Yeah, go yeah. go be and negative somewhere options. else. Right. 100%. Don't feel bad about it. So that's that's my th- thoughts on it. And uh, I just th- think you're doing an awesome job and keep doing what you're doing. Like, Thank you, Nate. Yeah, and just keep growing. That. You're doing you're doing awesome. Th- two thumbs up this way. <laughs> Shamber, if you want to leave us with your last words, we'll close the show out. Two thumbs up. I like that. that- <laughs> that you got like that? me. I started saying that. Two thumbs up, Sarah. I like we put my toe, my big toes up too. <laughs> four, four thumbs up. I would like to see that. Uh, picture of that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, kind of what you know, Nate was saying. I am really honored to know you both as like a business inspiration, but also as a friend. Like I call yeah. you my friend. You've definitely been through some fun times with me and it's been awesome just to like see you run this page it's like i know it's inspirational to me and it's got to be inspirational to others that like hey look at this person who's trying to develop community and networking and make this city great Um, i know you've told me you've been able to influence other cities i hope this can like start to cultivate other groups even like smaller cities smaller scales even different states like what you could inspire and others could like be a whole countrywide movement. And I think that needs to happen more. So, like, I thank you for, like, starting this and inspiring people. But also, your heart. I love that you're just, like, really down to earth. Like, you do go into those nitty-gritty, you know, haunted hospitals. Like, yeah, that would not it. be me. But you, you're you going in those places that people are like, I just don't have the time. And you take the time. You take the effort to find these places out to meet these people and that just shows me a lot about your character so well thank you Shamber you're welcome appreciate your support (laughs) and I will say you know yeah I may run the group and I may have started it but it wouldn't be what it is without the great people who are in it who Mm. actually bring up bring the content bring the events start the conversation so you guys are a very valuable part of all that I love that Thank you so much. And on a final note, we should definitely all work together and get this expo going. Oh, I really want to do it. No yeah. excuses. And <laughs> let's let's do it. Yeah, you have the platform. You know, yeah. make it happen. And even you guys out there listening, if you guys are in the community in the Lansing area, definitely push for it. You know, ask about it, make phone calls, send emails, do whatever you got to do. If you if that's something you guys want to see, have a health and wellness kind of more presence in the community. Like, I think an expo would be a great start and yeah. we can kind of get all the professionals and all the people that are in this industry together and kind of just grow together and help each other. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about, right? I joined this industry and I became, I chose this career to help people before anything else. Obviously, I got to make a living, but it's all about helping. That's that's why we did it. Yeah. And uh, and I think that would be just a, a great presence for the community and just make Lansing healthier. So 
But other than that, guys, I uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in for another great episode of the Hit Fitness Podcast, The Afterburn. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys. See ya. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Hit Fitness, The Afterburn. Be sure to subscribe to all of our socials and don't hesitate to reach out to have you and your brand featured on our show. 